Hey guys, we're back from our Thanksgiving break. Uh, sorry that the episode is late again. Uh, we'll try to get them out on time again from now on. With that being said, I wanted to let you guys know that we have pushed back the release date of the episodes from Monday to Tuesday from now on. Uh, it's going to be at the same time, but just now the new release date is Tuesday for new episodes. All right, here's the show. Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Curbside Podcast, the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff, I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I am your Taiwanese American Southern Californian. What's up everybody, my name is Parth, I drive a 2016 M3, and live up here in the Northern California Bay Area. And I'm Andrew, I drive a 2014 Evo 10 MR, and a 2015 Subaru BRZ. So these past few days, I've just been like trolling the internet for uh, for things to to talk about. But on the the Subtle Asian Cars page uh, was the, the the news of uh, some guy YouTuber dude. But uh, he his dad owned well now owned a uh, a Pagani Huayra. Uh huh. I think down in Texas. I read like about one this. of one, a purple one. It made news this week because apparently he crashed it. Holy shit. Crashed a $3.4 million Pagani. So that got me thinking. What's your, uh, obviously, you know, it's your son. He's he's gotten in a car accident. You got to make sure he's okay. But what if, okay, after all that. Do you though? I mean, if the, if the job's not finished there, I'm showing up to the accident scene with a glock. Yeah, I'm gonna finish what the accident. I'm gonna finish what the accident didn't finish. Oh, you're alive. That sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Come here. So, Come here, real quick. So, what uh, what would you do if your uh, it looks like 17 year old son crashed your your uh, 3.4 million dollar car? Hmm. Well, first of all. Here's the thing. See, for us, we're people who will never see that kind of money in a car, right? Yes. For us, it's like, oh my god, like this is the, for them. Like the, you see what the headline says on the, yeah. on the article. It says yeah. right there, just tell dad to phone Italy and order a new one. I bet you that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> like that's that's what's gonna happen because to these yeah. guys who have this much money, money's not a thing. It's not, it's, not, it's not a thing of concern, right? Yeah. It's like, so it looks like it looks like on the Drive article, uh, the dad is. Oh, he is a billionaire. I guess he is a billionaire who founded a private equity firm in Dallas. So this is uh, one of probably many many expensive cars. Yeah. Hmm. Um, apparently, he also has. It says in the article, you know. A, a Senna, a Chiron, a La Ferrari, a Don, and a Urus. So, uh, but still, 
it's still like it's, one it's, of it's, one. Yeah, yeah. 3.4 million dollar wire. I bet you the dad's the most upset because it's one of one. It's like, God yeah. damn it. Now if no, you get definitely. the regular, you don't have to get the regular <laughs> silver one now or the blue one. What? Well, what he's probably actually upset about is he has to wait another like year to do another one of one. Yeah, he could just drive his LaFerrari or his Senna in the meantime. (laughs) Uh, But those aren't one of one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's assume that this guy is down to earth. He comes from humble beginnings, right? Mm -hmm. And knows the value of money. Yes. Coming short. I mean, like here's the thing: those kind of people, if they let you know their kid drive their cars. They have yeah. some sort of trust in them, right? Yeah. But at the same time, maybe not. A, I wouldn't. I, I put it this way: if I had, if I had a son or a daughter who was into cars, and I had some sort of faith and trust in them that they're decent human beings and that they know, you know, like the limits of the car and like stuff like that, and they know responsibility, just basic stuff like that. Then yeah, okay, I'll let them drive it, but maybe not at, maybe not until they're like twenty-one. Just, mm. just, just out of the fact that their brains aren't that smart yet, like literally, like you know, medical yeah. wise, like their their brains aren't <laughs> developed, you know. So, like I would, I would say, I would let them, but maybe if they're twenty one, but also depends on the kid. If the kid's like a hooligan, don't stay away from my car, dude. But if like the kid's trustworthy and like you know you know your kid and you you know that okay they won't do this kind of stupid shit or like show off or stuff like that, then yeah, yeah, you know why not. Let yeah. them enjoy these things in life too, but and, and show them that oh look, you can work hard to get this because it's still mine, bitch. At the end of the day, I'm taking <laughs> it with me to the grave. <laughs> the the dad had to have known the risk that would come with letting his 17 year old. Yeah, 100. Unless yeah. the son just like takes the car and says "fuck you, dad," yeah. and like, leaves. If the dad didn't know, then he's definitely gonna get what the accident didn't give him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, it's like obviously we don't have this much money. Right. The $3.4 million Pagani could be like the equivalent of them. Oh, yeah, but the, I let my son drive the family like Civic out today. <laughs> yeah, right. In, in terms of money. But like in my case, if my son was just the fact if he was a teen YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell- making YouTube videos out of my car. <laughs> I'd be like, you probably... Yeah, I don't know if you should drive. <laughs> yeah, I personally would have some red flags if like my kid is trying to make a YouTube channel off of my cars. I'd be yeah. like, "Bitch, <laughs> go yeah, find first somebody of else." All, <laughs> yeah, first of all, you're giving me all the ad revenue. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like based on the fact how teen YouTubers ads yeah. these days is just yeah. Is yeah a major red flag for me. Probably crashed it for the content. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, check how many subscribers he has now. Yeah. <laughs> you won't believe what happened. Or, I don't know, some Smash stupid that ass. like button. Oh, my yeah. God. We Emotional. need another Pugatti, guys, but we need your help. Smash that yeah. subscribe button. I'm yeah. about to start an Indiegogo page to oh know, my raise God. some funds to pay back for this Pagani. Uh, but, yeah, so I was actually thinking, like, to what extent, like, what would you let your kid drive as a their bike. first car, <laughs> you, you would give him a bike, like a bicycle or a motorcycle, like a bicycle. Oh. You'd give him a bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walk, motherfucker. Or ask your mom to drive you wherever you need to go. <laughs> I looking back now, I was like, I'm pretty happy the way that my parents approached it. I definitely got the hand me down like 
it wasn't a piece of shit, but it was a piece of shit. <laughs> um, the the 740 IL. So I'm glad I started with that. It was really safe. It right. was fast if I wanted it to be. But then when my when my parents um, bought me my first car, the BRZ, I was nagging them about getting me an Evo 10. And my dad was like, if you want a death trap, you buy your own death trap. So like, bet. Fast <laughs> um, forward a few years and look what he yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But pretty much, I don't know. I, I would get him. I would definitely start him off with the hand me down. Yeah. It's going to be like a slow, boring, normal car. And then, if they're into it, then maybe we can dip that, into the that, sports car segment. That means you got to make sure when you're older, you got to buy yourself a boring, slow car. Because right now, the only hand me down you could give to your son is either the BRC <laughs> or the Evo. Or the Evo. Yeah, that was going to be the next thing. Like, what if you don't have a boring hand me down car in the future? Like, your most like civilian car is like a fucking like, Range Rover. Like,. There's some shit like that. Hey, br- brand new Mirage is cheap. <laughs> See, I, I'm on the... I'm also biased because my first car was a hand-me-down RX-8. And that's only because my dad was a car enthusiast. But it fits every category that, you know, Andrew said. It's safe. It's slow. But it's also fun. Like, I mean, it's, 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 it is slow, bro. Like, there's, like, no torque in that car. It revs forever, which makes it fun. But... It's like a first car that if you're into cars, it, it will get you more into cars. It'll make you learn about how stuff works, right? And make you learn like, okay, well, if this went wrong, is there a way that I can fix it? Or, you know, <laughs> how, how do you fix it, right? It gives you In that your opportunity. Case, no. <laughs> In my case, no, because, you know, inept. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, if, they, I, I'd give, if they're into it, um, some sort of fun car... But not 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 something that's fast or that can get him in trouble. Like definitely not like the M three or something like that. Maybe honestly, like a BRZ. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> like yeah. just get him a BRZ. I think the BRZ would be a great hand me down. Yeah, yeah. I think that that would be fantastic because it's a fun car for somebody who's getting into cars or yeah. is into cars, and you can't really get in trouble with it. And it's safe, right? Like they're pretty safe. So yeah. If if they're like into cars, they have to earn like the sports car thing. Yeah, you have yeah. to start with the. You have to. You can't just get a sports car. Like, see, my thing would be, I'll be like, Here, here's a taste. Now, if you yeah. want that other shit, we'll figure it out, bro. <laughs> a taste to me is like a Civic S high. Yeah. <laughs> Brz, would that be something you work up to, or, or that would be the hand me down? Use Brz, from like today. In the uh-huh. future, hmm. like a fucking 2017 BRC <laughs> in like 2030. That's what I'm saying. I, still I say work up to it. Yeah, it is. Work up to a BRC. <laughs> yeah, because <clears throat> honestly, I think if I didn't learn how to drive like spiritedly in the 7 Series, I probably uh-huh. would have killed myself in the BRZ as well. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm different on that one. I think it's... Uh, I used to whip that 7 Series, dude. You can ask Jeffrey. We took it on Canyon Roads. It was a 4,000-pound car just whipping on Canyon Roads. And, like, the brakes, you, it would understeer so hard because you'd brake hard and turn and just go straight. That's true. If you if you learn to drive a car, like, a bus fast, yeah. then you'd probably be able to drive a fast car fast. Yeah, no, definitely. I started out driving, like, the Odyssey and the MDX. And, man, parking the S2000 is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I, I asked this question because we, we, we're very lucky, okay? All three of yes. us, only children. We got hand-me-downs. We got first cars. Um, but, you know, uh, at least from in terms of my parents and Andrew's parents, like, they, they weren't huge car enthusiasts. Uh, like, mm. Andrew's dad likes working on cars, but, you know, the cars he had in the family were not car enthusiast cars. Mm-hmm. But... When, when we, if we become fathers, we will be car enthusiasts. Yeah. And uh, I feel like, you know, the, the kid, if they're a car enthusiast and they're getting their first car, you know, you feel for them. <laughs> like, it's like, I was there once. I understand what you want right now. And that's but, why they go through the same pain. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. It's like, you it's will like Dude, that's one of the lessons. Like, dude, is, they're gonna they're gonna face that same shit when they go to like high school, when they go to college, when they get their job. They're gonna face yeah. everyone pays their damn dues in life, bro. Yeah, doesn't matter what it is. You go through the same damn shit as everybody else to get to the good stuff. Yeah, you, know? you can't just get it. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, you got you got to tell them. All right, you got you listen. You know, this is your first car. You might get into an accident or something like that. Would you rather it be? This old hand-me-down minivan or yeah. the car you've always wanted. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. I think that was pretty much what my dad said. Like, you know, out, out of curiosity, because you said the accident thing, did you guys hmm. ever get into an accident? Yes. Yes. You guys have? Yeah. I've been rear-ended. Okay, knock on wood. I've never. Nothing has happened before to me. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> because it's literally been nine years now, and like. Knock on fucking board. I'm just, I'm just curious. I always think about that. I'm like, isn't this like something that's supposed to happen at some point? And I'm like, it's not <laughs> happening. So am I saving it up for the big one or some shit? Like uh, fucking like oh, straight to ICU you, type you shit, got, you know? You're fucked now. Yeah, dude. yeah, dude. God, it's like the hurry, earthquakes. Go you know? outside. Go outside. Hit some trees. Yeah, hit something, some lampposts. Okay, so you, you're, you're gonna you're gonna rest yeah, for real. getting <laughs> bent in half, dude. That's why I'm so fucking scared. Like literally, like I think about this shit sometimes when I'm driving. I'm like, you know, I've never been in an accident, not even like a fender bender, right? You should so just like, go get into a small one right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, should, I should just. We should just I, right now. Take the car and just go hit somebody. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's the shit scares me because it's like earthquakes. You know, they say, oh, keep letting the little ones happen. And then, you know, the big one is delayed or some shit. Well, I, I'm keen for a big ass, like, 18-wheeler head-on shit right now, dude. Like, <laughs> All right. Right now we're writing the job opening for a third host on yeah, the, I mean, the Turpside may podcast. as well, dude. Seriously, <laughs> just think about this, man. Like, next year will be 10 years since I started driving cars. Like... Holy shit. <laughs> I think my first accident was when, like, it, I actually called Parth because I had taken you oh, to the airport. Oh, this after uh, you dropped me off at LAX? Yeah, and I was okay. on my way back, and then I got rear-ended. I was like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, get his insurance, call it's the like, cops if you have to. It's like, hey, Parth, what do you know about accidents? <laughs> You literally called the least qualified person, apparently. Because <laughs> it was like, I, I got rear-ended in, like, the, the innermost lane. It was one of those situations where traffic suddenly built up. Mm. And then suddenly, <laughs> I was yeah. so confused. I was like, what just, did my car blow up? Did, they, did something, what? And then I looked behind me, I was like, oh, that, that's, <laughs> that's... Such a crazy I... feeling getting rear-ended, man. 
Yeah, because it's just, it's just so out of nowhere. Yeah, and you like launch back into your seat, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I got rear-ended uh, in San Luis Obispo in my mom's Lexus. Just <laughs> made a right corner, yeah. or made a right turn, and then there was a, like a car turning into these apartments. So mm-hmm. I stopped, and some dumb sorority bitch was texting on her phone. Yeah. <laughs> smashed right into me. Her en- She was driving a Mazda 3. The engine fell out of the engine Ooh. bay. No way. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lexus, what, the bumper was just caved in a little bit? It was caved in, and there was some damage to the rear motors, but uh-huh. that was about it. But uh, it was service. like a thousand, it was a thousand dollars from being totaled. Oh, shit. Jeez. It didn't look that bad. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, when yeah. I got rear you know, maybe we should buy the kids a mom SUV, because when I got yeah. rear-ended in the MDX, yeah, the, the exhaust <laughs> fell off, and I was like, oh, no, and I got home, hooked it back on, I was like, Oh, look, the car is brand new again. Wait, then, really? Nothing happened to the bumper or anything? N- nothing. Like, w- w- the only thing that really happened was kind of like the bracket that holds the spare tire in pa- place uh-huh. got bent a little, and I just bent it back, hooked back the mm. exhaust on. Meanwhile, the Mercedes that hit me, the, the front grille was completely caved in. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're buying all of our kids the first cars at MDX. Either that or like a like a mini like a small truck like a Tacoma. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a used Tacoma, yeah, brand yeah, yeah. new, two thousand tree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about SUVs like as a first car because, like, if your kid's a fucking idiot and he's yeah. speeding and yeah. he makes a quick turn or yeah. like he tries to avoid an accident, that shit's gonna roll. It depends. My like kids nowadays, I wouldn't give a shit. Just <laughs> there, there's one thing, but nowadays yeah. SUVs are engineered to the point where a lot of them don't have the high rollover risk stickers. Yeah, but they're getting an SUV from like '99, bro. That's what we're talking about. Here. <laughs> what do you mean? You know those old Dodge Durangos, bro. That's what they're fucking gonna ride around in, dude. Yeah. I think if you whip even the new ones hard enough, I don't know. If you whip any car hard enough, you can flip a Lambo. But you have to be going like 200 miles an hour. <laughs> Tell yeah. me, t- you're telling than- me you could flip that 740? There's no fucking Dude, there's way. No you're way. Flipping that. The only reason why you flip the Lamborghini is also because more of aerodynamics rather than like weight instead of gravity. All right, so we're getting our kids Lamborghinis. Okay, there we go. That's we that's go. the solution. So fuck the SUVs because you know they might flip that shit, and then just get them a Lamborghini. They're pretty safe yep. too. Yeah. Or Pagani. Mm-hmm. Carbon tub, so safe. That's that's why that dad let his kid yeah, drive exactly. Because yeah, he knew that car safe. was literally safe as shit. The safest car he owned. So no, none of these '90s rust buckets. Yeah. No, no. SUVs. What mm-hmm. we get them has to be made out of carbon fiber. Monaco. And it has to be built Monaco. around a carbon tub. Engine mm-hmm. should be in the back, just in case yeah. they you know rear end anyone. It's safer, like yeah. and mid engined. Mid-engine carbon tub, fire extinguisher in the car. Formula One cars. They crash all the time, but they walk off. They're just upset. Just get them a Formula (laughs) One car. Yeah. If you want your kids to be safe, buy them a race car. (laughs) It's settled then. All right, guys. Remember this day. (laughs) Remember our advice. (laughs) All right. Should we head to our break? Sounds good. All right, 
break time. As always, you can check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com, uh, where you'll find links to all of our things. We also have a YouTube channel. Uh, go check that out. If you're watching the YouTube video right now, uh, you're there. So subscribe, hit the, the <laughs> bell, uh, check out our videos and stuff. And uh, we're at 200-something odd, 40, 40 Everybody watches fucking YouTube, bro. You're fucking, like, you're on that. <laughs> people on that shit, like, 24-7. Like, takes one second out of your YouTube searching of, like, TikToks. Because now TikToks are on YouTube, apparently. So to just fucking, you know, type in the curbside podcast and subscribe. You Very convincing. <laughs> yeah, and take that same mentality and... Drag your ass over to Instagram uh, at the curbside <laughs> be, podcast. None of you shitters are doing shit in life except just on your phone twenty four seven. In between Insta, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Yeah, I know you guys are opening YouTube, scrolling around, closing it, opening Instagram, closing it, opening Instagram again. So, the second time you open it, type in the curbside podcast. Follow us there. Um, and then close we it. post. <laughs> yeah, and close it, and then open it again. Uh, yeah follow us there we post periodically we also post on our stories of like shit we're doing uh polls and you can also ask us questions there as well uh you can also find us on twitter at uh curbside pod and facebook at facebook.com slash the curbside podcast and uh shoot us an email for any of your email emailing needs uh it's the curbside podcast at gmail.com and also check us out on uh, the sapien.network and with that being Went said real civil let- there <laughs> energy changed <laughs> it went from like let's antagonize the audience to hey check us out on safe yeah <laughs> alright back to the show uh, before we get to news uh, we had question I believe part yes uh, we had question from one of our listeners Mr. Grant, and uh, again, if anybody else like Grant wants to message us with any kind of topics or questions or things they have, we will gladly discuss them on the show. So here's the question. I'm in the market for a new car. I've been eyeing either the Civic Type R, the WRX, or he might wait for the new 400Z. The problem is that uh, he learned how to drive stick briefly, like an hour in the parking lot, but doesn't feel comfortable enough driving a manual on the road in traffic and regular driving conditions. We've all been there. So my question is, or his question, what is the best way to learn how to drive manual? He's seen places that offer lessons, but he's 99% sure they're closed due to COVID. So is there any advice that we could give to Mr. Grant? I think the best advice I've ever heard on how to learn how to drive a manual the quickest way is buy a car long distance, buy a one-way plane ticket, or have your yes. friend drive you there. Yes. Uh, pick up the car and drive it back. <laughs> yes. No, that's 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's a little extreme, but... Trial it's by fire. It, it's, it's literally that. Just You literally buy it and you learn... Just do it. Do it. Yeah. Just do it. That, that's yeah. it. I mean, I got lucky enough that my first car was an RX-8, which was the manual. So mm-hmm. I got to learn on it. The hard part was learning to drive and learning manual at the same time. That that was a little difficult. No, yeah, I, I have a bunch of friends who, who's I think their dads didn't drive manual because they used to drive them, but not anymore. And they bought their first car manual, and literally one of them had the dealer drive it home. That and, 
Oh, you had that too, right? Yeah. <laughs> another one of our friends had a d- the dealer drive it home. Another one had their relative or something drive it home. And the other one had their drive dad drive it home. And the dad was like, I haven't done this in 30 years. <laughs> and some <laughs> other car came home. <laughs> that was my dad too. He was, he was like, he, he drove manual all his life until he moved to the States. And when we when we got the S two thousand, he was like, nah, "I can't." <laughs> so, yeah. your, so dealer, your dad stalled my BRZ like four times and got out. <laughs> um, Lose the touch in your left foot. Yeah. Um, yeah just but buy from it. my yeah, from my personal experience, I bought so my we bought the BRZ. My dad drove it home, and then within like thirty minutes of it being home, he was like, "Get in." Drove us to a parking lot, spent like an hour and a half in a parking lot just practicing first gear. And then he was like, okay, drive home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also found it easier to learn on my own without like instructor or dad in the uh-huh. passenger seat yelling at you because it just makes you nervous. So I would just literally go in my in the car and practice around my neighborhood. And when I would mess up, I would call Andrew. <laughs> I'd like, hey, yo, so... I'm stalling like this. Uh, what should I try? And he's like, oh, just try this. And, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I would also make a suggestion to buy a manual car that doesn't have any of those modern-day manual... Uh, no assist. Uh, Don't get no anything assist. with assist. Yeah. Because it's just easy mode. My The M3 has all the fucking assists. It has the, the, the downshifting, the fucking hill assist. Like, I can fucking be... I can crawl that thing at, like, 500 RPM and it still won't stall. Like, it takes a lot to stall that car. But I come from an RX-8 with no assist, no nothing, and handbrake start, hill starts, all that shit. So if you know how to do it, then and you move on to the easy shit, then that's fine. Who the fuck cares? But your first one, do it the hard way. Just, just because then you'll be able to comfortably sit into anybody else's manual car and drive it. Either you get the car you want to drive, or you have a friend or a family member who's mm-hmm. able to lend you a car for an extended period of time. Because you could learn how to start the car like a couple of times in a parking lot if your friend lets you borrow the car for two hours or something. But you don't get enough practice for you to... Yeah, that won't last. It's best for you to actually just get the car or just have a car for a really long period of time yeah. and just get out on the street and drive it. I, I understand the fear, right? You get the car, <laughs> it's home, and you're like, cool, I bought a car that I can't move in. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But, you know, it, it, you, yeah. you might stall a couple times yeah. and it's not that bad. And in the beginning, yeah. like, you'll probably drive around your neighborhood, obviously, because you can't really drive your car to the parking lot where you want to practice through public streets that doesn't really make sense so <laughs> you probably just drive around your neighborhood first which is fine and then that's actually an easier way to get into driving on the main streets because parking lot and main streets manual driving is too is, is different it's completely different yeah like your mindset is good like when when you're at a red light and you're anticipating that green light and you're in first gear and you want to make sure you don't stall, and there's like a hundred people behind you, and <laughs> yeah. it's a busy. I remember busy waiting. <laughs> like, just, okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here yeah. we go. I, I, don't, I, should, I hope I don't fuck up. I hope I don't fuck up. Yeah. I hope I don't. <laughs> and then you either stall or ride the fuck out of your clutch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, I think to kind of to kind of wrap that up, uh, wrap this up. I think driving, learning how to drive manual, you have to go. Just send it. Just go yeah, just balls deep it, into it. Honestly, just get the car you yeah. want. You will figure it out. Yeah. No. In in the beginning, like the first few days or so, you'll be like, okay, this is I'm fucked, but you will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what have I done? Why did I buy this car? Yeah. I'm never gonna be able to get anywhere. Don't, but also, I wanted to say another thing back to one of the things he mentioned, which was he was looking for like classes or like somebody to train him. Fuck that! Don't don't Fuck pay that. nobody. Don't pay no. nobody to learn manual. Fuck it. If you learn it, if it takes you a year to learn it yourself, it'll take a year. But do it yourself. Or find somebody. Come out here to the Bay Area. We'll spend a weekend just driving manual. And uh, we'll get it done. There you go. There's some, you know, actual advice we've given on the show. Grant, Holy I hope shit. we helped you. <laughs> hope you helped out a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, news. Uh, big news. Uh, exciting A lot news. of JDM news this week. Yes. But before we get to that, Amazon has dropped the trailer uh, for the next... <clears throat> Episode, I guess, of Spe- the Grand special. Tour. Special, yeah. yeah. This is they don't do episodes anymore. Now. Yeah, uh, it's going to be in Madagascar, and it looks like the cars they will be driving. James May will be in a caterham for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hammond's going to be in a Ford Focus RS, and Jeremy's going to be in a freaking Bentley Continental GT. Which yeah. kind of makes me wonder, it's like, ah, so so they have a whole season's Decent budget yeah. in, in one episode. So. Right? <laughs> and it looks like from the trailer, they, they modified the crap out of them. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, that that's an off-road Bentley <laughs> and a freaking Ford Focus with, like, yeah, truck, with tank tracks. tracks on it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like the regular modification that they do at some, like, tuck shop in, like, you know, the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just still wondering why James is in a gator. It's fucking uh, James Bay, bro. What do you mean? Why? He can do anything he wants, bro. It's usually it's usually Hammond in the yeah, open wheelers, though. Some, yeah, like in a stupid car, but James is... Uh, yeah. uh, but, so it's called The Grand Tour Presents a Massive Hunt, and it seems like they're doing like a treasure hunt type deal uh, in Madagascar. So, I don't care what it is. I'm just excited, bro. Fuck I am yeah. going to watch the crap out of this. And I love it's December 18th. For... Yes. This time, you know, it's just something, you know, you're not doing shit. Everyone's off of work. You're just kind of yeah. they're spending maybe two evenings watching this. I don't know how they're going to release it, but is it's it just one episode? One yeah, massive episode? One long one. Probably. Or what, whatever they like did. That? Yeah, I think so. I right? thought the last one was in two parts. The specials are always singular episodes, I think. Yeah, maybe. I thought oh, there were two it's... parts. Uh, I don't quite remember, but I just know I'm going to watch it, and then I'm going to watch it again. You know what that means? <laughs> you know what this means? Mm. In the near future, I will be watching the last special again. <laughs> yes. Um, anyways, it is a big week for JDM fans. Yes. Or uh, it's we'll a terrible start... week for JDM fans, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it's, 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 like, annoying like that now, because I think... Opinions are on cars are so polarized these days. So, I will say, as somebody who doesn't usually give a shit, uh, I have seen the BRZ. I have not seen mm-hmm. the Civic. So this will be an okay. initial reaction. All right, we'll start with the Civic. What the fuck? It's a car. That's a fucking Volvo. So, not a Volvo, a Volkswagen. Yeah, it's a Jetta. 
<laughs> Dude, what the hell? Look at that front end, especially with those lights. So, so the whole thing is that they, they, everyone says that the the Honda Civic looks more grown up now. That's uh, an what Audi. They've, what they've done <laughs> is they. That's a fucking Audi. They've basically tried to make it look more German, which is what I guess grown up means these days. Let me, they let push- me get this. Hang on. Let me get this fucking straight. <laughs> so the Japanese are trying to go German while the Germans are trying to go Japanese, <laughs> i.e. BMW with their Lexus taillights. Hello? But the, okay. So they, they've decided to, you know, do the whole thing where they push the A-pillar back so it looks more like a rear-wheel drive car, I guess, whatever, in terms of proportions. That's all good and fine, but it just looks like a hunk of car now. It just yeah. looks like a car. There's Keep in a- mind, this is a prototype, though, but it oh, looks yeah. damn near production, but... Prototypes in, ter- in Honda terms basically means we change a line or two <laughs> yeah. under, <laughs> and the wheels get smaller, which kind of means it gets worse. Curious to see how the hatchback looks. I mean, I don't know. Okay, what really annoys me is they went from the last generation Type R, like straight up, like styled after a Gundam, to this. I'm curious as to see what the hatch and the Type R look like. But yeah, I mean, this this Civic is just it car. Can't be good. <laughs> um, the main piece of news from this week or today, actually. After how long has it been? We've talked about it at least five uh, let's times be honest, on this show. They've been speculating for for a second gen BRZ since the, the BRZ gen, came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they finally announced it today. Um, I think the styling is extremely controversial. I personally, I like it. I think it's going to be another one of those cars that you have to see in person to actually like really appreciate it. The front does look a little bit goofy. I did not like the front end with this car. I thought the front end of your generation BRZ looks a lot better. This looks like that same shit that Nissan pulled with their 400Z. <laughs> like, you know, like... Yeah. This is like, I, I do not like the styling on this this car I don't at either. all, really. I, you know, I, I, so they, they, they bumped up the horsepower to 224. Nice. 228. 228, nice. Mm-hmm. They lowered the, the center of gravity, I think. Uh, they improved the interior. Cool. I think they should have done all of that and just left the original BRZ styling, if that was... Yo, dude, like, what's with this year and everybody <laughs> coming out with some shit styling cars, man? Like, <laughs> I'm just kind of done with this shit, man. Like, I like I, it. I, I think... And this is... I own a, a first-generation, and you're I, also I biased, agree the first-generation. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, no, I think I'm... I should be biased the other way. I should be like, like, this is shit, the first-gen, whatever. I do think the first-generation does look better, but I don't think this is as trash as people are making it seem. No, it's not um, trash. It's not trash. It's just like... I just don't like you it. You had... Like, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it, it felt yeah. like, for me, it went backwards in terms of styling. Like the new yeah. M3. Same thing. <laughs> Out of all the the generations, including the the facelift, I, I like the first gen styling better. Maybe with different so, taillights. Wasn't this the one that was supposed to have a turbo? I don't think it got. They a were turbo. speculating. They're never going to put a turbo on this thing stock. Yeah. This is like the Cayman for Subaru. They'll never make this better <laughs> because they'll it just kill their higher end exactly. Yeah. I want to revisit this after we've seen them in person, and I want to see your guys' opinion because 
the like professional photos is one thing, but I've seen um, like videos of this guy record like reviewing one, and just like a shitty camera view of it. Yeah, I saw that way video different. too. It didn't look much better to me, but we'll see. We'll see in person. <laughs> I yeah. guess. I think if they if they made the happy face like upside down and made it more angry, I think it would have looked better. Just that alone. Yeah, it has too much of a happy like. Hey, I'm so happy. You know, like yeah, those that's what I'm saying. They flipped it over. Yeah, you know, like the like the seven a.m. like I'm in your face and I'm happy as fuck kind of people. That's <laughs> what this kind of gives off the vibes of. Like it's like yeah, it's like it's happy and the dimples. Yeah, I think the one. I think the one thing that bothers me the most is that they've they, they've obviously spent a lot of time redesigning the front end and the back end. But if you look at the like the middle of the car, the, where the, the door, car. the it's yeah. the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't seem yeah. like it flows well. You know what I mean? Like if they redesign, it's slightly that bit, different because my yeah, windows. It, yeah, but it, it's 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 a little too similar. To be honest, in this photo that we're looking at right now with the trees and stuff, if they would have just elongated the hood a little bit by like two feet, I, that would be yeah. fine. Two feet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> Are you trying to buy a Subaru SLS? What the yeah. hell? No, I'm looking. There's a there's a yeah there's a picture on the website where it's driving on the highway with the forest in the background. I'm looking at that picture. If they just redesigned the middle part, for me that that might have been able to do it. But I, I was just, seeing from the perspective of if they want this silly looking happy face to work, just elongate the hood a little bit more. We'll see. I think it's going to have to be an in-person kind of deal. You guys remember we talked about this? The AMG GT Black Series? We talked about this. Euro news is so boring. (laughs) (laughs) But we we talked about this uh, a few months back. That's the truth, right? That's like like Euro news. The new so-and-so lettered (laughs) sedan has gone across the ring. It's not a sedan, genius. The new whatever lettered car has gone across the ring (laughs) one second faster than it did last. Well, actually, (laughs) you're you're, you're full of shit because the last one that that did go around the ring the fastest was an Italian car. That's European. That's European. (laughs) I thought we were talking German. No, it was the Hyundai Aventador SVJ. You didn't know that? <laughs> um, no, anyway, but uh, the AMG Black, which, uh, remember, Andrew, you said will not be the GT2 RS mm-hmm. or the 3 RS, whatever the one, the fastest one was at that point. It, it just set the production car lap record at a 6 minute 43 seconds, and it, it ran it on its factory spec Michelin Sport Cup 2s. So no, no special shit on this. Um, only thing that they did was the camera uh, and adjustable sway bars were set to the most aggressive settings. While the and those are stock. Those are stock. While the manually adjustable suspension was lowered by 0.2 inches at the front Whoa. and 0.1 in the rear. So that's it. Imagine stock coilovers. That's awesome. I feel like there was a bet involved in this. I vaguely remember it. I don't even remember if it was about a GT2. I think it has something to do with where I said the AMG GT Black Series will set the Nürburgring lap record. And Andrew said, it won't. It's not faster than such and such car. Hmm. And then he's, I think I, there might have been a bet involved. I don't know if anybody wrote it down, though. <laughs> Any listeners, go back to our old episode and find it and we'll yeah. give you a cookie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll 
give you, send you a cookie. I would like anyone else that buys one of these cars to take it onto the Nurburgring and do this. Right. And then I will respect it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just like why? Cool. Why don't people do that? Like, why would you not want to do that? Because only snobby assholes buy cars like this, man. <laughs> it's so dumb, though. It's like you literally have like the a fantastic like just weapon in your hands, and you're like, eh, nah, I'm just gonna put you know, it in a glass you know case it is? and stare at it. I think people that buy this car are rich enough to buy it, but they're afraid. They're not rich enough to destroy it and yeah. afford like destroying it. Yeah. And the people that are rich enough to buy these cars and thrash these cars, they buy one of one Pagani's. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And crash those. <laughs> no, they, they don't even crash it. They have their 17-year-old son crash Yeah, they, they have someone else crash it for them. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, think that's what it is. It's like, it's just expensive enough that people that can afford it don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. But Ring lap records, performance, AMG sits at the top now. I think with these Euro cars, I'm only excited ever, like, the first time it comes out. Like, <laughs> the original, like, base version of, like, let's you know, say the M3 and the, and the oh, GT. Like the AMG GT. Yeah, yeah. I, like, everything after where they keep adding letters and numbers the on GTR, it. The GTR, like... the GTSC, <laughs> the AMG GT Black. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, really? Can, can I the think... motherfuckers who buy it, can they actually tell the difference? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I think what is exciting Nürburgring news is, like... A Civic lapping that shit kind of fast. <laughs> like, that's cool. <laughs> like a shit box lapping it really fast is awesome. All right, that's our show for this week. Uh, as always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is the Curbside Podcast. Check us out on our website. Uh, there'll be links to our platforms. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Rate us, share it with your friends. Tell everyone about our show because that would help out a lot. And uh, check out our YouTube channel. Yes, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, comments, if you have any. Um, yeah, hitting the thumbs thing. Uh, all of that helps us in uh, getting more viewers out there. So if you like our show, share it. Um, you can also share our social medias. Uh, Instagram, at the Curbside Podcast. Twitter, at CurbsidePod. Facebook.com slash the curbside podcast and finally uh, thank you to Kid Dope for the intro and outro to the show Fast Cars and Wild Hearts and as always my name is Jeff I'm Parth I Andrew remember drive safe and life is too short to drive boring cars goodbye bye bye Fast cars and wild hearts, so